Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hey there, and welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday episode of the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Ben. And I'm Dr. Susanna. And we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food, plant-based nutrition, as well as mind-body medicine. And today is another episode of this series of altering your health from head to toe. Medicinal Mondays are focused on the physiology of all the systems going through our body. This past Monday, we're talking about our vascular system. Today on, Wednesday, on Wisdom Wednesday, we are sharing our insights more from the energetic, emotional, spiritual, mind-body, quote-unquote, perspective around our vascular health. Uh, so without further ado, let's dive in. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's always kind of helpful to start off these conversations by talking about the real physiological brain body connection between uh, the physiological state of stress and its effects on various organ systems. So why don't we start there by talking about sure. the effects of stress on our vascular system? Sure, because, um, you know, I think some of these conversations can get a little bit woo-woo. And I know that a lot of us are less woo-woo oriented than others, but the brain-body connection is very much not woo-woo. So I think that's a good idea. It kind of bridges the gap into more energetic metaphysical because what we're describing is of course very much physical physiologic so yeah the brain body connection connecting uh, of course our nervous system our autonomic nervous system to the health and function of our vascular system moment to moment and this is pretty incredible this is like the direct the direct momentary switch that course that uh directs where our blood flow is going in our body Um, So what we're talking about here is, of course, the autonomic nervous system having the sympathetic branch and the parasympathetic branch, sympathetic branch, of course, being uh, corresponding with our stress response. And uh, what happens when this stress response is is activated, we literally have hormones um, like adrenaline or I guess they're sometimes called hormones, sometimes called neurotransmitters, depending on where they are in the body. But in any event. Um, uh, adrenaline, cortisol, uh, noradrenaline, these, these, uh, hormones throughout the body tell different blood vessels to clamp down and close while other blood vessels are told to open up 
for example, the blood vessels that feed the digestive system, that feed the liver, that feed the pancreas and gallbladder, uh, uh, etc. A lot of these, uh, the blood flow is shut down. And then that allows blood flow to open up to our muscles, to our uh, the muscles of our legs and our extremities so that we can literally put the blood, put the oxygen, put the uh, nutrients to those parts of our body so that we can literally escape a uh, potential life threat in a case of acute stress. So right. we could think about, so in other words, a lot of the vascular system clamps down and shuts down. A lot of the vascular system opens up and globally, of course, we know the effects on the heart, um, the heart rate increases. We can feel that we can feel the effects of acute stress that that's a very common one. You kind of feel your heart pounding in your chest, heart rate picks up. And along with that, of course, our blood pressure generally globally picks up. And that's again, to ensure that we have enough perfusion of oxygen and nutrients to our periphery so that we can survive. Right. Yes. And, you know, that is a great description of acutely what is happening, but also chronically, if someone is experiencing some chronic, even low grade stress, those same physiological responses can be happening in the vascular system. And that prolonged elevated blood pressures we learned on Monday is one of the risk factors that can lead to the progression of the stiffening and hardening and hardening of arteries like atherosclerosis and um, other vascular issues. So the brain body connection between our, you know, stress response and vascular system is especially direct, um, you know. Totally. I mean, of course, like uh, there's this whole saying that is, uh, you know, I I hear a lot and I, I, and I say a lot, and that is where blood flows, energy goes. Um, yeah, so like if, if, our, if we're shutting off the blood flow in one area and opening up the blood flow in another area, um, you know, the, the implications, the energetic implications of that are significant, mm-hmm. especially like you were saying, you know, it's one thing to have an acute stress, uh, you know, once a week or a couple times a month or something like that. But if we're experiencing the, the reactivation of that stress response on a regular basis. Of course, a lot of people um, have digestive issues because their blood circulation is shut down to their digestive organs. That part of their body, those, those, that system is essentially shut off. And of course, when we're eating and our digestive system is shut off, then we don't digest our food. We have malabsorption. We have uh, chronic digestive issues. That's, of course, a tangent that we'll be covering, I'm sure as we progress throughout the body. But um, in terms of just the the direct physiologic brain-body connection between our thoughts, our psychology, and the function of our vascular system moment to moment, of course, uh, impacts all aspects of our body. Mm-hmm. So that's just a, a good place to start for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as we're transitioning into the more kind of uh, energetic uh, discussion around the circulatory system, I think it's really interesting to consider what the purpose of the circulatory system is. I mean, it has many purposes, but one of its main roles is to carry oxygen and nutrients to all of our tissues, all of our cells in our body. And in a sense, you know, if we think of the energetics of like the importance of spreading that life-giving nutrition Mm -hmm 
two organs, it makes a lot of sense what a lot of these kind of mind-body teachers, uh, how they relate to the circulatory system on an energetic level. Well, and, you know, as you say, like how our quote-unquote mind-body teachers relate to the circulatory <laughs> system, um, like, yeah, there's a lot of writing, and, and but, it, but it's not just them coming up with this, these like out of thin air. You know, this is a lot of this. I, w I wouldn't say it's research, but it's ob it's observed. And so, yeah, go ahead and and take us into the energetic mind body, if you will, connections between kind of our emotional realm and the physicality of vascular health. Great. Well, I will quote Louise Hay this week talking about the circulatory system. And she says that the circulatory system represents the ability to feel and express emotions in positive ways. I also wanna point out for arteries, she says arteries carry the joy of life. And if you think about the heart as being this energetic center, the heart is you know, the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, it's associated with the energetics of joy and love. And our vascular system is what connects the heart with the rest of our body spreading this love and joy. It sounds cheesy and woo-woo throughout the body. But energetically, if we think of how we as human beings are spreading our joy and our love with our, you know, environment, with and our world and ourselves, um, there, there is that, that connection and that kind of metaphor between the circulatory system in our body and how we are circulating love and joy in our world. And I'm, I'm just sitting here kind of feeling that and I'm feeling the open up and like the connection with that authentic wellspring of life and love and gratitude and compassion and understanding and connection. And it's just like always there and it's so expansive and it's like opening up and like, tingles throughout my fingers and like you know it's just yeah and then of course i know very much in my experience the contrary to that you know the the the, the constriction of that the blockage that i can create to that and uh what that feels like um and i can't say that i actually feel my blood vessels constrict like i don't have that physiologic self-perception of what's going on in my in my body but i can feel constriction in my muscles i can feel constriction sometimes in like my voice and my throat i can feel constriction in like the muscles of my face and and these sorts of things um and yeah i can you know so so i can kind of start to feel that constriction and that blockage of the vascular system. Um, that's, yeah, I'm just kind of ex exploring that self-perception. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that, I think that this energetic exploration is especially interesting because it may sound woo-woo on, on, you know, in one sense to say the circulatory system represents our ability to feel and express positive emotions. But actually, if you literally think of, um, you know, stress and what stress does or what stress is, stress, physiologic, 
physiological stress is really a result of us taking our negative thoughts or our, you know, troubled thoughts seriously, right? That is essentially a disconnection from our innate joy and our innate love. Yeah, because we know that thoughts are not our true nature. Thoughts are kind of the passing stuff that our true nature, consciousness, mind, whatever, true self is able to witness and experience. Right. So, you know, when we talk about vascular issues and like, you know, some energetic probable causes, including stuff like refusing to see the good in the world or disconnecting from joy or also limiting your positive self-expression. I mean, I actually see a pretty direct connection between that stress response in the body, the disconnection from the joy and how that's then going to affect our circulation. Yeah. And I I also can't help but think about um, kind of the epidemic of cardiovascular disease. And of course, we can identify uh, the physiologic causes of that. We talked all about it in Medicinal Monday, the high blood pressure, the high cholesterol, the stress, Um, the dehydration, the lack of nutritional density, the toxicity, the chronic inflammation, et cetera, et cetera, like all of these things, but also in a kind of um, energetic way, there's this, this epidemic also of kind of constriction of love, this like negativity, uh, you know, closed mindedness, closed heartedness, uh, you know, uh, cynicism, uh, not seeing the good, not, not appreciating, not being appreciative and accepting, uh, you know, and that, that societal epidemic of just kind of the, on the emotional level, you know, you can't help but draw the connections like, oh my gosh, you know, heart disease is the number one killer. And of course there's all these nutritional things that we can do, but on a, on a different level, we can also consider, the emotional and energetic healing that's possible in terms of just being more compassionate, accepting, understanding, open-hearted, and, um, you know, being able to see the the good and the joy and the, and being appreciative of what is rather than always in that place of constriction and criticism and cynicism. Um, so I think that we all have that opportunity. And, you know, I, I like to always kind of do my best to, see life as opportunity, excuse me, see life as opportunity for growth and learning and healing and expanding into more of who I truly am. And I think that we could all kind of benefit from orienting ourselves and just kind of the opening up direction. Yeah. Yeah. So then maybe like the next question naturally to explore is, well, then how does one connect more with joy, with love with all of these positive emotions and feelings are you asking me that well i mean i'm posing it a question i'll i'll answer it first then you you chime in i'll give you a break from talking but um but as we said earlier in this episode here joy and love are actually your true nature it's actually like your default state and while that might seem bogus to you. Um, The truth is that the only thing that disconnects us from those 
positive feelings, those uh, nice feelings is our state of mind and the level to which we are taking our serious thoughts and our judgments se uh, seriously. And um, when those thoughts clear, the only thing that's left is that feeling of peace, that feeling of uh, connectivity, you know, joy and love, whatever word you kind of resonate with. But we've all had that experience where we feel at peace. And yes, it's easy to attribute that peace as being a result of something that's going on externally in our world, whether it's like, oh, well, I feel peaceful when I'm hiking or I feel peaceful when, um, you know, X, Y, and Z is lined up. Or I feel peaceful <laughs> when so there aren't bombs being dropped on the other side of the world or something like that. You know, it's like we, we see something going on and it's like, oh, we take that in mm -hmm. and allow that to, you know, control our, our sense of well-being. Right. But the truth is that the peace is actually always there. And when we are in a clear state of mind, it's that peace that bubbles forward and, 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 and bubbles over. And that's what our experience is. So there's not, not anything that you actually have to do or go out and seek to become more joyful or peaceful because you already are that. Yeah. It's the undoing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like, um, you know, we always draw these connections between the the physical body as well. You know, a lot of people are in that state of mind where it's like, oh my gosh, I just need to take this pill or take that supplement or find this thing that I'm missing. Like, what am I missing? Why, like, uh, you know, I, 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 I must be missing something from my diet. I must be missing something from my lifestyle. But more often than not, it's something that's in the way. Um, some sort of quote unquote toxicity. And then of course, in the emotional, mental, emotional sphere, it's, it's the toxicity of the thoughts that we're taking seriously. Like you were saying that, that are obscuring the connection that already exists between ourselves and our true nature. Right. Yeah. I also just briefly want to mention that what keeps coming up also um, in this discussion of circulation is this idea of circulating that joy in the world and how one of the kind of energetic probable causes of vascular issues could be um, limitations on one's self-expression. And I, I wanted to talk about this because this is actually something that I feel quite okay. a bit also in our culture is also this kind of like it's almost like you can't talk too much about what's going on that's good in your life, right? <laughs> well, that's for sure. When you, <laughs> when you turn on the news, it's like you could probably fill up a whole day's worth of content with all the good stuff going on, but that doesn't sell. No. That doesn't buy clicks. That doesn't buy marketing dollars and, and stuff like that. People are kind of addicted to like, complaining and drama well and there might even be this kind of like societal pressure to you know well not talk too much about what's good in life because you know there's so many gonna, other people out there who are suffering yeah, and you're you gonna make upset them yeah you're and, gonna make so-and-so feel bad and and such and such and you know then you they might think that you're bragging or bloating or you know and and of course there's it's so yeah i'm glad that you bring that up this up because it's so clear the difference between bloating and authentic expression of love mm -hmm. <laughs> right bloating is of course compensatory trying to co compensate for something that's not fully there authentic expression is just like 
unfiltered trueness, true truthfulness. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's not to say that the authentic spe- expression always has to be beautiful and good and perfect. Um, but back to who we truly are, like we truly are uh, love. We truly are compassion. We truly are gratitude. We truly are kind of that, the, that equanimity and that, that, that space from which we observe our reality. So if we think about expressing ourselves from that deeper place, then only good things can come. Only good things can come. At least that's my belief and experience and hope. Well, and the way I see it is that when that positive, that authentic positive expression gets out in the world, it then inspires individuals to connect with that in, in themselves right. as well. It rubs off. It rubs off. It's contagious. Ra- yeah. And that's a good thing to spread rather than the blah. Yeah. Rather than the uh, the complaining, rather than the, I don't know, all that all that negativity, which we don't have to take seriously. We can see it. We can recognize it. We can ingest it. We can appreciate it. And we don't have to dwell in it and live in it and get all uh, messy with it. Right. So yeah, there, there's a question that came up, I guess, uh, 10 minutes ago or so. Sorry, we're just seeing this. Uh, what's your take on the benefits of practicing frequently humming throughout the day on our circulatory system? So humming is a way of activating the vagus nerve, humming and singing. And um, of course, the vagus nerve is the nerve that communicates the autonomic signals between our brain and our major organ systems. Um, So when we're activating the vagus nerve, we are sending the signal that we're in a peaceful state and that our parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system can be more active and dominant. Um, So that's what humming can do. Same thing with just exhalations, Uh, like I said, singing and feeling gratitude And just to to bring it back to the circulatory system, when the parasympathetic nervous system is activated, then that's going to support circulation. Well, in circulate, yeah, healthy, yeah, healthy circulation in general. In general, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that is a a connection. Thanks for bringing that up. There's all these kind of vagal tone exercises and whatnot, but the most... The most powerful and reliable thing is, uh, you know, feeling grateful, uh, feeling present. And also the in terms of the physical practice, the slow exhalation. Um, But humming. Yeah. Why not? It it feels good. Yeah. So that's probably a good place to wrap up. And before we sign off for today, just a quick announcement that in about 48 hours or so, uh, starting on Friday, just a couple days away, we will be having our first cleanse meeting for our summer cleanse. If you've been on the fence, not sure if you want to jump in, uh, we encourage you to take the dive and it's going to be great. It's a couple weeks of just really whole food, plant-based hyper nourishment, focusing on the simplicity of uh, flooding your body with all the good stuff, hydration, peace and love and allowing your circulation to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're really good for the circulation. And really, of course, really great for your liver and optimizing circulatory health, optimizing liver function. These are just really great ways to kind of break through to our next level. And our intention is, of course, to create some sustainable habits through this cleanse, not just this uh, crash diet or something like that. 
So go on over to www.alter.health slash cleanse to join us.